podcast. The Room Sound Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Room Sound Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This is the last episode of the year. Pretty exciting stuff. 2020, almost in the review. Can't wait. 2021, let's hope it's better, right? If this is your first time listening, my name is Corey Snelson, and I love music and movies, and nothing makes me happier than putting those two together, so I created Room Sound. What is Room Sound? Well, we invite artists of all genres to come in and give us an exclusive performance here at the studio. Then we'll take that performance and we'll put it onto YouTube, which you can go check out new videos every week. Like it, subscribe it. It helps us out a ton. But before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know a little bit about Room Sound Spins. What is that? Hmm. Well, if you have Spotify, Room Sound Spins is a multi-genre playlist of artists from all over DFW that we have worked with. Super excited to continue to build that playlist. And if you want to be on that playlist, if you want to be on that show, this is how you can do it. Check out solo.to slash room sound live. You can do so much there, but one of the things you can do there is book an episode of the show. We love music. We love to talk to people about it. So book it. And you also could get some pretty cool video work out of it as well. But if you don't want to do a podcast, but you're like, hey, Corey, I want a, a cool music video. Well, I have five limited spots for January where I will be doing $99 music videos. You can get in touch with me at solo.to slash room sound live and we can start the conversation. But not only can you book the show, listen to the show or watch the videos at that link, you can actually buy our new merchandise. So to support the show, buy a shirt, buy a mask, buy a coffee cup. We know you drink coffee, we know you wear shirts, and you should be wearing a mask. So, check it out. Solo.to slash room sound live. All right, y'all, just a couple more things before we jump into this episode. January, looking great for room sound live. We got a few artists I want to give a little shout out to before we get into this episode. We got the Carousel Predicament. Corey is dropping new music January 8th through Palm Mute Records, or with the help of Palm Mute Records, who knows, they got their deals going, but that's collaborated with Jeff Rockwell. You may know him from Forever the Sickest Kids, Artist First Poet, Red Car Wire, Memphis Mayfire. This dude is awesome. So, excited for the carousel predicament. Ryan Lee, AKA King Healer, coming in, dropping some new music soon, and also does spoken words, so I'm excited to get into that session. Then we have Penny and Dime. We had them in earlier once before, but decided to do a little bit of a reshoot on my end, so I got them coming in to do that. They just dropped their cover of Hallelujah on Facebook. Go check it out. These women are amazing. Penny and Dime, y'all check them out. Also nominated for Best New Artist of 2020 through Dallas Observer. That is pretty sweet. New Heroes, they are on Palm Ute Records. Unplugged Pop Punk is my fave. Super excited to have those guys in here and see what goes down. And then on top of that, we got Southern Weather. These dudes have just recently gone through a frontman change, and I got a little sneak peek of their new guy. Holy crap. Excited to bring them into the studio. But enough of that, y'all. Let's jump into this episode with Joseph Milton. Joseph is going to break it down for us today. So he's going to perform Shadows of a Kid. Then he's going to break down that song and explain what that's a little bit about spoiler alert it's about childhood trauma and how burying that does not help you and he has taken that trauma and put it into his artwork and it has helped him heal as a person and we talk a lot about that joseph also was the first black man to win an award in arizona for his music video we talk a little bit about that and super excited to hear what else he's got going on so go ahead tune in here's the first song shadows of a kid by joseph milton and you know, people may never have no idea why you um, embrace joy or you show joy or you show peace, but there's something about you that they want to be closer to. And what they are seeing is the presence of God flowing through you. Yeah. So much shit up on my noggin Shit been looking different since the day I left from college Scheming up my dreams and finding meaning from the knowledge Caught up in the days as my soul elevate 
So much shit up on my noggin Shit been looking different since the day I left from college Scheming up my dreams and finding meaning from the knowledge Caught up in the days as my soul elevate Holding back, spit my soul on the track Speak my peace at least so I can ease my mind Going through it just so I can dot a fucking decent line Caught up in my pride, I've been caught up in the days Cause of all the shine, I've been going through the shade Shadows of a kid got tortured every day Made it through but I be fighting demons all day Got molested as a youngin', I've been running, being funny Going through some shit that I can never fucking stomach 21, I barely got the guts to tell my mama Skipping all the details, shit been getting deep well I've been staying up late, I can never sleep well Got some shit I gotta face, patient trying to find my pace Holding reefer smoking just so I can try to hide my pain Rapping for the fuck of it, couldn't give a fuck for fame I can never give it up, this is shit that kept me sane uh, so much shit up on my noggin Shit been looking different since the day I left from college Scheming up my dreams and finding meaning from the knowledge Caught up in the days as my soul elevate So much shit up on my noggin Shit been looking different since the day I left from college Scheming up my dreams and finding meaning from the knowledge Caught up in the days as my soul elevate Dealing with the trauma, fucking bitches catching karma College was a whole damn scam, put that on my mama Common sense ain't so common, niggas wanted commas I was on the soul search, whole time my soul hurt Caught up in rotation, rolling papers, I was on the perp Sedated and hazy, my thoughts got crazy I was numb to the feelings of ladies, too late I lost my place Lust ain't loving, I learned that shit the harder way Black men, they teach us to throw our heart away Black pen, I bleed out the smarter way My evolution sparked revolution to stop pollution The bigger picture is painted in me, I serve as proof Your vision hazy, I clear your eyes from in the booth I speak no lies, my best rhymes is purely truth I'm on the rise with wet eyes, I see it through I know me, but ask yourself, my nigga, who are you? So much shit up on my noggin Shit been looking different since the day I left from college Scheming up my dreams and finding meaning from the knowledge Caught up in the days as my soul elevate So much shit up on my noggin Shit been looking different since the day I left from college Scheming up my dreams and finding meaning from the knowledge Caught up in the days as my soul elevate That's the command, really command To each one of us, let our light shine You are free to be who you are No one is telling us here that we're a worm of the dust No one is talking about original sin here Everything. We are sitting with Joseph Milton. I say that right? Yes, you did. I have messed up a lot of names on this <laughs> podcast, dude, so I'm glad I got it. Yeah. Uh, but Joseph Milton, man, uh, came <laughs> in, you. laid down the track for us, Shadow of a Kid. Uh, when was That's that track? Right. You wrote that track last year, is that right? Last or released year. it last year? Um, yeah, I wrote it in 2019. Um, it was just one of those pieces. Um, just... I mean, going just—I mean, writing writing the whole album, cause I named it, I named my 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 album after that single, so like writing the whole album, I didn't I didn't really know where I was gonna take it, you know what I mean? Because the intro the intro is what I originally had the title, of, like the album named after, of, which is Thoughts on the Move. So like, whenever I wrote it, I was just like, this has to be the staple piece because this is really the whole process of my healing from this moment right here in time in my life, you know what I mean? And so it's like from top to bottom, that song is just like it's just it's just going as deep as I felt comfortable at the time into the like the into that topic of, of you know my traumas, which is like child molestation. And it's crazy because the whole thing is like when you in the moment, it's like, okay, it feel good. They telling they they saying that it's not bad, you know what I mean? So it's like you brush it off. But then it's like growing up, it's like, okay, damn. Motherfuckers really ran off of my innocence on some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Cause it's like here you are naive to to all the games that can be played on all levels. Like, you know what I mean? But how old were you? 
um, I think it started probably like when I was four, like so like four from like four to four to twelve, like you know what I mean? Like it was a yeah. long time. Cause I would go to my aunt house like all the time, like every day. That's a third of your life. Right. Dude. That is a long time. So like it's like having that secret that whole time and then plus some, like you know what I mean? Cause it's not like I, I just let it go easily. So it's just like Yeah, man, it, and it is a long time, like you said, but it's just like like I don't know. I kind of had a brain fart. <laughs> hey, dude, it's okay. It's all right on that. So, um, when it when it comes to that, uh, w- at what point in time did you, did it uh, come to light that you actually dug deep and and talked about it with somebody? Uh, was it before or after you started playing music? That I had to that I like realized what what was going on. Uh, well, less less about realizing because you realized it what around twelve or is that just when it stopped? That's that's like when it stopped. I kind of realized it. Around that time, yeah, yeah, like. And then, so how long? I guess uh, you were in college when you started actually actively uh, taking on music. Mm-hmm. At what point did music start to 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 help you in any way? Did it happen before you that, started actually performing? Right, right. That was that was just me listening to Under Thirty Thousand. Um, it was just like he was the Love Below album. That that was like real prevalent in my whole childhood. My pops used to play it, bang it, you know what I mean. The whole speaker box too, and so it's like I would see him. Oh, I would hear him talk about love, right? And I would be like, "That's crazy. I I haven't really felt love, but I know what this feel like. You know what I mean? And so it just kind of it just kind of it it made me imagine like a great love, you know what I mean? Like a soulmate, like it made me create that idea in my mind that like love is really possible just by listening to music because when you listen to music, you can hear somebody's love in that, right? And so it was just like my love for it, it just it just grew and grew and grew, like from James Brown to, you know what I mean, under 3000 to T.I. and then it's just like from on and on. So it's just like whenever I was exploring music, it's like I was exploring different different aspects of myself. Like um, Paper Trail, T, I was like um, one foot out and one foot in, intelligent as fellas get. He was talking about having one foot out of the hood and having one foot in. And it's just like, that's how I kind of felt about reality. You know what I mean? Not just not just me having a foot in the hood and then having a foot out. It's like having a foot in reality and having a foot in this world that I'm creating in my mind, which is, you know, essentially this life that I'm trying to create now which is like just me trying to think about like man one day I'm going to make music one day I'm going to make great music you know so it, it when it when it came to performing for you it all hit you at a in college when you performed at a talent show mm-hmm. um were you uh like how did you approach uh performing before that talent show were you afraid of it or what was keeping you from doing it before then um I didn't have a computer. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, technology has, like, there is no excuse for anyone who wants to create something Facts. to not create it today. <laughs> Dead ass. So that was, like, 2016, 2017 when you, when you did the talent show, right? Yeah, but when I did the talent show, it was pretty much easy preparation. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too shy, but I get nervous. Like, I do, I be, I be anxious as hell, but... Um, for the most part, like it was just like I was with I was with the homie on stage, so like it wasn't really just me up there. He grounded you a little mm-hmm, bit, mm-hmm, for sure. It's crazy because he an earth sign, but but he yeah, what an earth sign, like a, a earth oh sign. okay yeah, wow yeah. yeah yeah. So like you said, hey, grounded. keep one of those around at all times. Nah, for real. Yeah, especially <laughs> performing. What? Okay, I gotta give me one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but dude, yeah, continue, man. Yeah, keep. But nah, uh, so like we was we was we just did that. I mean, and, and it was fun. Like it wasn't. It wasn't anything heavy like that one. You know what I mean? It wasn't heavy like like that. It was just something about love. It was just like intoxicated. Just something on the surface. Mm-hmm. Something, something that on the you surface. can easily talk about. Right. And so it wasn't it wasn't like that deep for me. But um but yeah, so it was like it was just a real auspicious time at that point. It still is, but you know what I mean? It was just like shit, we it's like we was both linked in on having that that like come to fruition, like a music career for the both of us. Even though, like, you know, things happen at, like, down the line that kind of just, like, deferred, deferred us from that goal. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, distractions. The more right, you right, want right. something, the more it doesn't want you to have it. And that's uh, what it seemed like. It's just, just testing you. Right, right, right. And that's how, how much it is. do you love it? How much do you love it? And how much, 
and how much are you willing to go through to get there? You know what I mean? Is the journey worth the destination? And I just heard that today, but like, for real, that's the question that you have to ask. Like, it made me think about everything, like literally, cause it's like, at this point, I wouldn't change anything in my life. Everything that happened to me, gave me superpowers in some, in some form or fashion, in some way, shape or form. So like, I take that and I run with it. You know what I mean? Hey man, you put it in the music, dude. Yep. So when you said, all right, so Shadows of a Kid, Give me the backstory about that. You told us about uh, early age trauma. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me a little bit, a bit more about, uh, you were explaining it to me before we started the podcast, uh, but going into shadow work. Explain to me what shadow work is. Okay. Um, shadow work is pretty much like, um, it's pretty much like meditating. Um, okay, I'm going to say this. It's a real good book out there. It's called, it is called Darkness Meditation. And um, pretty much, it's kind of like that in a sense. But so pretty much, the book says it talks about like sitting in sitting in a dark room, meditating, right, and getting used to being in darkness. And so when you sit in darkness, you see that you are the light, right? And so it, it it drives you within because you you have to find the light within yourself. So like if you feel like you underneath a dark cloud, you have to go inside and be the sun for yourself. Like you know what I mean? So like. Whenever I was doing that shadow work to get to to get to the point to write that stuff, like you know what I mean, in which that's that's a part of the shadow work, writing it out because that's venting and that's that's actually me sharing my testimony and that's me sharing these feelings, like actually spilling them and actually, you know what I mean, putting them in a physical and and just not in my mind. And that's pretty much all that all that shadow work is is taking the things that you that you put deep deep inside your psyche bringing it to the surface and getting it out and purging it because if it sits inside of you it's just gonna eat you up it's a blockage too and, you and can't really you can't reach your full potential you cannot if you have something inside of you like that so and you say that that is crazy because whenever i whenever i first dropped it i had i had a manager i had met a manager at a film festival and um after i released it he was like so I mean, we know what we're going to be running with, you know what I mean, uh, like, for promo and stuff like that, which was the single. And I was just like, like, ah, uh, like, you know what I mean? I was like, I don't really want to do that. Like, I wasn't really ready. I wasn't really, really ready to step into that role. Like, you know what I mean? But it was just like, <sighs> you got to do it, you know what I mean? Because I did it to have the conversation anyway. So a part well like finishing that is having the actual conversation which is this right now which is actually crazy how it came to fruition because it, it took all year but you know what I mean it still happened but that 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 means a lot still too but yeah I, I think it's great though that you like you're it's that's a there are still millions of people in this world that haven't admitted to themselves that something in their past uh specifically their childhood wronged them to a point of holding them back and some people don't even realize it or maybe they do realize it's holding them back but they don't know how to get it out and uh, for you it was like you you came to it and you said okay shadow work or you know however you manifested the the route out Mm-hmm. was it, it helped you get there and then when you said shit now it's on the surface now what do I do mm-hmm. and then you, you went into action and you wrote Shadow of a Kid well right. you just started music really well I guess I bet starting music for you was a part of the purge it was a part of the purge because you know um, it's an astrological I know you say you like um, like you know uh, stuff like that like philosophy and stuff like that but it's like it's a Greek it's a Greek philosophy about um about Scorpio, and Scorpio, he um like it, it's kind of like Hercules. You know how Hercules had to fight the seven-headed dragon. It's like the way he had to defeat the dragon was to like you know embrace the dragon really, because everybody got their seven-headed dragon. We got seven deadly sins, and so it's just like if you realize what what seven things or what just general things just like bother you the most out of life. They don't even have to be the seven sins. It's like whatever those might be for you, the faults that you feel like you may have, you have to pick it up and you gotta put it in the air and say yes. Like this is this is all my flaws, this is all my weight, this is everything that, that I was trying to run from and that I was trying to hide. 
see it, look at it, you know what I mean? Because it holds no power over me anymore because I took it, I took it away from it. I hold it. I, so I have the power to hold it. It's not, it's not crushing me. It's not bigger than me. You know what I mean? It's not that I'm, I'm not strong to handle this or, or to carry it because here I am holding it up. You, know you what I mean? have it. It doesn't have you. Right. Yeah. I love that, dude. Uh, I knew, I knew there was something before we even talked to you. Like I read, I read the stuff that you wrote me and, and stuff like that. But I think it was like an instance when we fist bumped yeah. outside. I was like, okay, I think, I think we're in the right spot, like, <laughs> like mentally and with the right people to, yeah. uh, to, uh, do what we're doing. And, uh, not only are you facing that childhood trauma, but you're, you're, you're literally giving it to the world. Like right now, if I asked you, Hey, how many people do you want to hear shadow of a kid? You're single. How many people would you want to hear that? I would say the world, the world, I and would say the world. Isaiah Rashad, he got a rap line to say, if I get my story to the world, I wonder if they book me for a show. That line pushed me to do what I did, you know what I mean, to make this. And he even got a like that's I'm saying this on on, on air on live, but Isaiah is a big is a big influence for me because uh, he had pieces of a kid, right? And that's where I kind of got like the the title from. I was just like shadows because it's like this is this is the shadows that I'm talking about, and it's like that's a whole different different topic. So it's not really like I'm just like biting biting, but like. So like, that's how I just thought about it, but it made me go within and be like, bro, if I, if I gave my story to the world, I wonder, I would literally have that same question. Like I would have that same exact question because it's like, it is something that is like, is in this industry, it's a lot of, it's a lot of competition, but at the same time, it's like, if you real enough, you can stand out. And, but it's like, okay, if I be this real, Will people appreciate it how it needs to be or how I feel like it needs to be appreciated? You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you right now, man. I think that uh, the more genuine you are, uh, less of an imitation, like the the world has no choice but to uh, accept that because the world. Okay, so like how I see it is. There's all these people who are inspired by another person, whether it's music, acting, stand-up mm-hmm. comedy, um, and they'll try to imitate, which you know is good to a point, to a certain extent. But you know, w- w- until you can learn to be genuine and come from the heart, get out of the head, come from the heart. Thanks. Uh, I feel like it's it's gonna you're just gonna hold yourself back until you either it's trauma inside or it's just you're not speaking from your heart you're speaking from things that you've taken on such as uh like you know for instance you know you grow up listening to andre 3000 you're not andre 3000 but if you found yourself trying to be andre 3000 you probably wouldn't be writing songs uh, that are literally healing you right from your past trauma effects uh so like it's really cool that you, you you really zoned in on like who you are early yeah i mean what are we like three years into you uh doing Making hip-hop music. right and and you've already like turned the coin of like gen- being genuine some people it takes five ten years before they realize i'm just imitating you know even right. if you try to be original but if you don't go deep and, and speak from here like the heart whoo you never get it and that's the thing because it's like that was i was so i was self-conscious about that because i didn't want to i didn't want to sound like anybody and it's just like I'll get comparisons and stuff like that, but it's just like that's that's kind of what made me think about that. Like I didn't want to be compared. I wanted people to understand that that this is who I am. This is this is me coming out as as a new brand new artist, solely myself because I can't be anybody else. Because before, like in 2017, like when I first bought a mic, <laughs> when I first bought my mic, I was like. Um, I had, I was just like in my dorm room with the homies, like you know what I mean. We just we just find the beats on YouTube, and and I didn't really have my own flow. So like around that that first year, that first year I was finding my 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 groove, my rhythm, and it wasn't until I started making beats by myself, like making my own beats, I, I like I found my rhythm, because it was like it was just like these songs that I like or the beats that I was finding. It was like it would be like 
it's just not the it's just not the the vibe that I wanted to to present, you know what I mean? Because it wasn't it wasn't the song that I heard in my head, you know what I mean? It wasn't the beats that I heard in my head. It wasn't it wasn't what was in my mind. So it's like I had to get or and that's like how I create. It's like I have to get the beat that's in my in my head out. You know what I mean? It's just like that's how I go. And and it is a hard thing because you have to feel that for the most part in order to know how to like make that sound come to life. You know what I mean? I won't apologize for the statements made Killing shit like Columbine, what a major shame Bitch, I'm major pain, goofy Damon Wayans I don't fuck with you, I've been up for two days long Need a substitute, who you subbing, boo? Heating up like your oven do Shoot a shots, make your body rock when I'm fucking you Call me Cupid, don't be stupid, I ain't cuffing you Yeah, you Cuba, you let substance, so I'm subbing you For the W Win, bitch, I'm in the wind, cruising in that Honda Limo 10, got me comfortable. Smoking on that ooh la 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 land, got me coming cool. Bitch, I bitch, I bitch, I been a man, this ain't nothing new. Watch I go up, switch my flow up, this my glow up, damn you know what? The boy high, hit me on the rise. I be low key rocking by myself, moving like the mob. Told the Tully, tucked inside my belt, like I'm built a bob. Like I, I had a rap name called Cheese. That's what I was talking about. My, my rap name, my old rap names, and then um, before that, I was Skinny Pimp when I first started. So I was like calling myself Skinny Pimp, and I was just like rapping about like worldly things and, and just like you know what I mean. I had my little flow, but it was just like it was eh, and it was like recording it. It was just like hella takes, like you know what I mean. And, and I didn't like that because I didn't feel like it, I had my heart into it. You know what I mean? Because it was like choppy. You know what I mean? And I was recording on Audacity and stuff like that. So like, it just wasn't all together. But then it's like, from that phase, from that beginning phase, it was like then once we stepped into something more serious, it was really when I bought my road mic when I first got that, because I had like a, a little forty dollar mic. And then um, when I bought my road mic and like we we bought like what we really needed, FL Studio to record something serious. When I started taking it serious, I had changed my name to Cochise. And Cochise, he was a um, he was a tribe leader. He was the Apache tribe leader, and um, he he like fought off the the uh, the white people that came. And so I was just like, bro, you know what? Given given like the knowledge that I've been coming across, just like the spirituality, because in my sophomore year, this is when it, when that when this kind of came through. But like my sophomore year, before I dropped out, I didn't go to the second semester. But so the first semester, me and my boy was just in there locked in. And I was, we would, we would watch, like, not, I would, like, wake up, watch my spiritual videos, you know what I mean? It's just about, like, different things. I was kind of going through my first awakening. And then, um, uh, so, that, like, that name kind of just called out to me. And also, I don't know if you've seen the movies, The Warriors, but um, it's like a 70s, it's a oh, yeah. 70s film. Come out and play. Yeah, come out and play. Yeah. <laughs> Warriors. Yeah. So, it was a character in there on The, on the Warriors. He was, his name was Cochise. And I always looked at him like, man, I, that that dude cool, like you know what I mean. So it kind of just it kind of just synced up, and then um, and then yeah, from there, whenever whenever Vibe Tribe disbanded, that was like me and my homie group name, or collective name. Um, whenever that that whenever that crumbled, I was just like, fuck, you know what I mean? Cause we was we was, we had a movement going, and then it just went to shit. So. It's just like, damn, now I gotta start over, I gotta rebrand, I gotta do me, but it's like, I couldn't take it, I couldn't take it like negatively because it was all positives, really. Because, you know, with the debris of destruction, you have materials to create. So that's what I did. And I was just like, you know what? It's time for me to just be me. I can't be nobody else. I can't be Skinny Pimp, Cochise. I can only be Joseph. I can only be Joseph Milton Wilcox at that, like you know what I mean. So I just kept my, I just kept my first and middle name, and that I feel like gave me the freedom to do whatever I felt like I wanted to do in my heart because I am not trying to be nobody. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to work out of my egos, Cochise, Skinny Pim, like you know what I mean? It's just like fuck that. Center. It's like you had to be them though mm -hmm. before you could be you. 
Uh, it's almost experiencing like something too quick. Like you know how they'll talk like, oh, I for, I, I think it's Sarah Paulson. She's an actress. She said one, what's some? Someone asked her what's some advice you'd give to younger actors and actresses, and she says, uh, don't get famous too quick. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Take your learn, time. Learn the learn the ropes and get knocked down. And get knocked down. And then, cause once you get once you pick back up, it's like okay. Every time you get back up, you remember who the fuck you are, and you know yourself a little bit more too. Right. Like we've t- I've talked about it on this podcast before, and I don't remember the exact conversation that we were having, but I will say that you learn about yourself when you're in those dark places mm-hmm. uh, like you're talking about the how you have meditation. to learn how to know, realize that you are the light mm-hmm. in that space made up of all these different vibrations mm-hmm. and I felt like that's that world like led me to um, tuning myself and and that's that's why I was saying like you have to be these other people before you can be yourself it's because like, you have to experience those frequencies it's like tuning, tuning your radio yeah. Pretty much. It's like tuning your radio. So once you find, like, or or once you feel like, or if you feel like, like, say you, you find a good station, but it's like a little bit static, you know what I mean? But like, like I, I, could, I could thug it out. But then it's like, nah, it's still, but it's still static. Like, you know what I mean? It's getting on my nerves. Like, after a while, I mean. You might not hear the static at first either. Right. It's in fact. And then you get into that, that one area, you know what I mean? That one, that one spot. And it's just like, shit, so let me change this. Let me tune into something else, and it is a lot of vibrations. And you and and like working with music, making music, I understand that shit so so deep. Like I was doing acid. I think acid really helped me like bring that shit to light too, because it was like damn, you know, you see you see like the inner workings of your mind. So it's like everything that you kind of afraid of or that you tug back to the to the subconscious, it comes it comes to the front. And that's from that's one of the things that came to the front of my mind, and so it was just like, okay, shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Let oh me yeah, look it, at it. it'll you know push I mean? you up. I mean, I've done the only thing I've ever done psychedelic wise is mushrooms. I just um, did mushrooms on my but birthday. But there, oh yeah, happy <laughs> late mushroom day, dude. <laughs> uh, there, there, there has been, man. I feel like uh, you know, there's there's good and bad with doing psychedelics, uh, but hey, what's life? Good and bad. How Thanks. do you get through it? Accept it all. So you accept it all. When you're going, when you're going on your on a trip, you um, you experience things, and some some can be 100 percent good, and some can some can be like 100 percent bad. Um, it's really all set and setting. But yeah. I would say that um, doing any kind of psychedelic is just like a compressed version of a like period in our life mm-hmm. so like uh right. for, for you you as, as a young kid you had from four to twelve an extremely crazy era that you weren't awake to mm-hmm. and then once you awoke to that you used it mm-hmm. you didn't bury it well you did for a little bit probably because you said you had to bring it back up But there's everyone, we all have seasons. And I don't mean like summer, spring, winter, fall. I mean, we all have seasons. And we, as we go through those, we change just like the leaves change, the weather changes. And I think that when you, when you do psychedelics, it's compressed. Like you go through that Mm. feeling up and down. Cause you're riding a dragon. It's it's literally, yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's exactly like a lot of people look at it like that. And and it's, it's, it's a wave. Mm -hmm. Like you got to learn to ride the wave. Right. And especially if you resist on any, on mushrooms specifically, I know other things I don't know firsthand, but if you resist or if someone says no and tells you, you can't do something, uh, I'll tell you a story. So, I, it was my wife and I, we went out to the lake. It's probably our third or fourth time trying mushrooms. And at trying, what am I saying? We're, we're <laughs> fucking doing <laughs> We are doing mushrooms. And I'll tell you, I was, um, you know, no, nothing visual, all vibrations mm-hmm. and feeling and everything. But one thing that was like the peak of the amazing part of it, right, was me laying on the side of like the little rocky beach area. It wasn't a beach, but I was like in a like a cocoon looking straight up and the sun was going down and I didn't blink 
from the time the sun was in the sky to the time it was completely gone. So the stars just slowly appeared. And it was the best feeling, right? So we then realized, okay, well, we got to leave now because the lake closes. But we didn't think too much. So we go back to the car. Sky shines a big, bright light. And at that point, it changed. Mm-hmm. All right? So I'm not having a bad time. I just know that we need to leave. And I'm like, okay, we get it. We got to go. And he told us before we went in there. We ate the mushrooms like once we were in there. But before we went in there, he goes, park closes at 5, y'all, or something like that. And uh, it was like 7 o'clock at this time or like 6.30 or 7. So he had been wondering where we were. We wandered off. Yeah. You know how it goes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so we come back get in the car. I'm looking for my keys. They're in my hand. But I tell the guy, I'm like, so sorry, sir. I'm just looking for my keys. And I continue to look like I'm trying to prove to him I'm looking for them. I knew they were in my hand, but I didn't know how obvious it was to him. So when I realized that, it changed a little bit more. Got a little bit more dark. And then I was like, oh my God. I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once you have that that thought, like, I'm tripping, you kind of go into like... oh. It's like you kind of get sleep like oh shit let me chill like you know what I mean you yeah you try to you try to stand still and kind of like it's almost like catching your breath a little mm-hmm. bit but like catching your your brain wave yeah and uh, so we get in the car we're driving trying to like look at a damn phone to get us out of where we are at which was fun uh, <laughs> a little scary but fun so we get to a, a gas station uh, quick trip to be specific there you go quick trip little plug so. <laughs> We park. At the time, I smoked cigarettes. I told my wife, I was like, hey, I'm going to go in and, and get some uh, uh, get some cigarettes. And do you want anything? And she's like, no. All right. So I go in. I don't have my ID on me. And so I go in. I'm like, hey, kind of, I didn't know this at this point. I'm like, pack a camel. I think they were called blues by that time. Camel blues, please. And, uh, and they're like, got some ID? And I had a huge beard. I don't get carded at all. So I didn't think to make sure I have my ID. And um, I said, no, I don't have my ID. He goes, oh, can't sell them to you. And then it changed the worst ever because he told me, no, I can't do that. I can't buy these cigarettes. So I turn around and I look out in the parking lot and my wife now is outside of the car. All four of the doors are open. The guy can see her outside. And it's if you think about it, it's really not that crazy. But to me, I'm tripping. I'm like, wow, all of our doors are open. She's walking in circles around the car. She lost her phone. She was just looking like doing a really good look under all the <laughs> seats. So it was it was natural. You know, when you clean your car out, you open all your doors and yeah. get all the, you know. So, But to me, it was just like, oh, my gosh. So I was riding those waves up and down. And when you come down at the end, you know, um, you're really tired, right? Mm-hmm. Because your brain is like str- it you went on, through it a been lot. It's been on like the, the 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 quantum field of your brain has been multiplied like oh, dude, crazy. it's been at, it's you, been, been in action so many dimensions. It is it is just something that, and then I think we started talking about mushrooms because of, yeah yeah so like a compressed time so like in someone's life when they're going through a change or something we don't notice. The stuff that we restrict from ourselves, or the times we're told no, uh, or maybe we do feel those. Like you talked about being anxious and stuff like that, and that 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 really comes because you're aware mm-hmm. of your vibration. Facts. I think Facts. so. Like so, if someone's anxious, a lot of people will think of that as a bad thing. Like, oh, I can't go do this because I'm anxious. It's like that's good. You know, you I don't know if you used to race whenever you grew, grew up, but like whenever we was at recess, everybody would line up to race. And that nervous feeling would come up, or that anxious feeling would come up whenever, whenever it was my turn to, to race. And it's just like it's, I, I know I run fast, all of that, like you know what I mean. But it's just like every time I got that feeling, I executed a little bit better, like you know what I mean, than I would when I didn't have that feeling. And so it is, it is a super. That's a part of your superpower because it's like okay, we got these senses, but I mean, people say, oh, don't be sensitive. That's saying don't use your senses, and it's like even energy. It's like when you're like when you that sensitive to energy, like you know what I mean. That's special. Like that's that's actually something that needs to be honed in on and worked on to control because you got to learn how to set boundaries with that because it's like empathic people. People are empaths. Like so, you, you know, it's like you have to know 
how to guard your mind and guard your aura and stuff like that. But like at the same time, like being close with people and being intimate with people. And, and it's just like that. And you probably get anxious a lot when you get around a lot of different energies because it's like shit, sensory overload. I feel all y'all energy, right? What the fuck? You know what I mean? So like, let me let me get the fuck up out of here. You know what I mean? It's what what you would say or what your mind would tell you or in your body, the instinctual part of you would say. But it's like, if you act on that, and I remember I act on it. I like I, I felt like this one one day. I was like, I felt kind of weird because I went to an open mic and I forgot my flash drive. And I was just like, damn, I don't got my damn flash drive. Shit, I'm I'm hiding a bit. I think I was like high as hell. Oh, yeah. And like sometimes when I smoke, I be getting that like real anxious feeling. And then um, I was just like in my head. So like I was like, fuck, I'm in my head crazy. I feel all of these people. I don't even got my music. So let me just go home. And I left. And I ran about that bitch. And <laughs> 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 but, but when I got in my like when I got to my car, when I got on the highway, I was riding down 75, coming from Deep Ellum. I was I was riding down 75. I was like, bro, I really could I really could have emailed my songs to that dude, to like the DJ. You know what I mean? And it's like when you in that and when you feeling like the stress of other people's energies, and then your own like how you said you you be aware of yourself when you feel like you're fucking up in front of every fucking body. It's like shit. Let me just exit stage left, and then. That's the most. That's the most reasonable thing to do. That's the most logical. But in, in, in reality, it's not. Like it's a lot of other op- like options that you can take to actually like you know what I mean. Just calm down. What's the goal? You know what I mean. You got to keep the goal in mind. You know, even when you feel that way. What's the goal here? Because if you keep the goal in mind, it don't matter. Like if you late to work. You gonna swerve out out the out the lane to to go if it's traffic. You gonna find a way to get there on time. You gonna find a way to get to your goal, and that's all that's all you gotta do when you in those situations. You know what I mean? Like like for me though, or like that's all I had to do. You know what I mean? In that in that certain situation, all I had to do was like find like calm down, just take a breath. Like bro, look. It's a lot of ways, you know what I mean, to to fix this problem. Everybody ain't nobody even worried about you. These niggas drunk and high, like you know what I mean. At the, like in reality, but it's like you know you don't be thinking about that. So you um, you mentioned um, there there's a there's so many different ways to accomplish what you're trying to do, mm-hmm. and I think what happens is uh, it's almost like I don't know if it's human nature or human programming, but we automatically think of the ways or most of us, you know, the average person, I would say, thinks of the ways that don't allow us to get there. Right, because yeah. it's, what is it? Um, I was reading a book, I'm reading a book right now. It's like, uh, how to be a, 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 a more spiritual artist or something like that. And uh, she was talking about uh, shadow artists, this, this concept of shadow artists, which a shadow artist is somebody who pretty much sees the artist in themselves, but never muster up the courage to, to be that for themselves, but they'll they'll be like, oh, that's an amazing artist. Let me support them and let me let me help them get to where they go because I see so much of myself in them. I don't have the courage to do it though, right? But so like that is caused by like different root causes or different mindsets that that hold us back whenever we think that we can do a great task. You know what I mean? If we can do something extra extraordinary, we'd be like, who the who the fuck am I to really do some shit like that? Like, you know what I mean? We'd be like, man, I'm finna I'm finna I'm finna build a rocket. Like, you know what I mean? I'm finna learn coding or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Be like, nigga, you don't you don't know shit about no computers. Like, you know what I mean? That's like something that your brain would just say. Just that that subtle discouragement for by your subconscious mind that slash your ego that don't want to see you get out of the comfort zone that you are already in that's filled with negative thoughts, negative people, negative tendencies, negative addictions, habits, whatever, like, you know what I mean? But like you said, you, it's, you, you do have to find a way to not let those types of things get to you and hinder you and be the blockage. Because those, those are the blockages. And like you said, 
it is stemmed from trauma. All the times that you got that you got told no, and and it really just like you know what I mean. Or all the times she was like, "Ma, hey, I want to, I want to, I want to do this. What you think? Put you down, pops. I want to do this. What you think? Put you down. You know what I mean? Or it just don't go the way that you want it to. So you kind of just be like, "Shit, fuck it. I, I, let me do something more practical. Let me let me get practical like everybody practical. else. Practical, like more practical. <laughs> I think is." Um Definitely the way that a lot of people go. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine, all right, so think of, look at the world we live in today when if you want to learn something, what do you do? YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> imagine the people back in like the 70s or the 80s or they the 90s. They had to really even. go find a, they had to find a mentor and stuff like that. Yeah, like, you oh know yeah, I mean? they, they had to do that. And Encyclopedias they, and, and goddamn libraries. <laughs> well, and then just, and then look at the world as a whole, like, yeah, we're in some shit, but if you think about it, we got some pretty amazing shit going on Facts. right now. The te- and, it's, te- it's technology. It's like, okay, they was trying to, it's like they was trying to kill us uh, spiritually, or like they're trying to combat us spiritually, put us in a lower spiritual state, you know what I mean, and stuff like that. But now it's like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's like a, a digital, it's a digital warfare now because it's like okay, well, we working through and connecting through these these sites, you know what I mean, through these these devices. So it's like we have to understand these devices and how to connect with people in the best way because that's what we're going into, and it's like survival of the fittest is like you know what i mean like you said before we and it's like we even got the internet to learn about the internet now so that's a that's a plus back then people wouldn't have no idea you know what i mean it's not like we just got to start scratch but like you know but yeah i look at your jacket it says uh it said the front one over here says i am love right yeah okay and what is something that we know about love something that we know about love Man, hold up. I'll tell you what I know about love. Okay, okay. And if, you, if you're love, then this makes sense, mm-hmm. right? But love will find a way. Love will find a way. And if you are love, you will find a way. Hey. And I think that... That's beautiful. You put things like the internet... All right, so we have been distracted. You can say that we've been always constantly being distracted, right? Whether it's war... Uh, if you know, if you're someone that doesn't like sports, you might look at football as like a distraction mm-hmm. uh, of whatever, like the masses, uh, which you know, football and sports can piss people off. And it's like that's the real distraction is the piss being because it off. fuck with their energy. It's like it does, it, yeah. It, it bring you out of your out of your out of your like the energy that you will really rather be in. You know right. what I mean? Had you been chilling like just by yourself, chilling with a beer, you know what I mean? Yeah, in yeah, the backyard yeah. looking at the stars play some music or something like that so we're given that stuff all the time mm-hmm. we're constantly given things that, that that knock us off track but what happens is love finds a way so you think of the internet and probably before the internet came there's probably still a ton of people out there that think the internet is some type of evil mastermind like the internet exists so we're all screwed or something but we are it just it really connected AI us fit a, fit a right colors, that, the know? whole ai like taking over the world it's like hey man if a robot exists what's up i will talk to that robot if yeah. it can talk to me back i'll talk to it that's a whole nother discussion but what i'm trying to say is is that love finds a way so if we are love us as humans and spiritual beings we will find a way no matter what you give us if you give us a burnt piece of wood uh, we're gonna start a fire, or if you give us a tree, we're gonna grow a piece of fruit. Like there is nothing. Like you can look at the tree as something that you can't. Oh, what is it? What good is this tree? It's shade. It's you know so many things that it can be. It's building materials. It's, yeah. It's, like oh my gosh, when you said that earlier about the 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 what did you say the pieces or the debris? The debris debris from destruction is is materials for creation. Love that dude, and that's so important to remember mm-hmm. uh so like that burnt wood i said like okay you can hand me a piece of uh you know a live tree in the ground i'm gonna grow fruit or you hand me this burnt piece of wood some people look at that burnt piece of wood as no good but dude you can or you know use it for to build a fire you can use it to shovel down and make mm-hmm. uh, something that'll help you dig there's if you look at the That's problem true. you won't get to any kind of solution I'm gonna do what I want. Oh, that's 
Think I'm Superman, damn, I don't say these hoes I be plotting, trying to get the guap Till the cake don't fold All I got is my word and my cock Ali got the Glock Keep the peace and you won't hear it pop Shout out to my pops This country, they want me in chains Cause I'm trying to make hella change Break all of my people up out of the evil No, it's never been a game Want the money more than fame Put respect up on my name I know that you see me, I know that you envy, I know that you won't be the same Made the beat, is he the same? Brody gon' roll us a plane Today I do what I want So it's straight to the brain I'ma do what I want That's how I feel today Got no time for stunts That's how I feel today Brody rollin' blunt That's how I feel today You can't fuck with us That's how I feel today I'ma do what I want how I feel today Got no time for stunts That's how I feel today Brody rollin' blunt That's how I feel today You can't fuck with us That's how I feel today I'ma do what I want That's how I feel today Got no time for stunts That's how I feel today Brody rollin' blunt That's how I feel today You can't fuck with us it's about having a creative mind, but it's like you can only think it and it's like They told us critical thinking was like doing a little math problems, the word problems and stuff like that. Critical thinking is really just what you just said. That is thinking critically because you're saying, I love myself so much that no matter what I'm giving, even if it's less, I'm going to make it more. And I'm going to make it into a tool. I'm going to use it. I'm not going to sit there and be like... This ain't shit. This is negative. That's that's having a negative mentality. Having a positive, creative mindset about it. It's like, okay, hmm. I got lemons. <laughs> I'm finna make some lemonade. You know what I mean? Right. And it's just like, no matter how, no matter how you gotta shape that, no matter what you gotta go through, no matter the process of trans of transmutation to the next thing, you have to you gotta take it through that and you gotta love it enough to that. And it's like again. With remembering the goal because I was you, probably say the half, goal, dude. you probably get halfway through and you be like you get that anxious feeling like man I should just say fuck it, but you gotta remember the goal because those those negative thoughts they might not hit you initially they'll hit you a little bit after the fact or midway through you know what I mean and and probably even still now in the in the like or like whenever like you you done with it you be like bro this this really it's eh you know what I mean in the finished product but. You made the product though, mm -hmm. and and it's like you gotta you gotta give yourself that much at least. It's like okay, well shit, it might not be perfect, but I tried, and I created something that's brand new. You know what I mean? From this from this fucked up material that I had. You know what I mean? So that's well, that's, that's where repetition comes in, and that's true. That's yeah. so true. So like like for me, I think the first video. Okay, I think I looked out on my first music video I ever made like six, seven, or like eight or nine years ago. Mm -hmm. uh, it came out okay. Right? And even when I did my first, uh, I used to do stand-up comedy. I was never a stand-up comic. I've just done stand-up comedy. Trust me, there is a difference. The first time I ever did it, bro, I, I was on fire. Yeah. People loved it. I had, like, not professional, but really good comics come up to me and say, hey, man, that was really good. You swear this is your first time? I'm like, yeah, it's my first time. Okay, second time I went up, bro, no, not good. <laughs> second video I made, ugly as shit. Yeah. So... 
Like there is that thing called beginner's luck, but what does beginner's luck tell you is it's possible. It's possible. And it's that teaser. It's like that teaser. It's like it's saying, bro, you see your potential. Don't like if you fuck up, you can you can still reach that potential because you did it the fucking first time, nigga. Right. So right. It, okay, if you hone in on the skills a little bit more, it'll it'll become second nature instead of just oh beginner's luck. You know what I mean? This is it, 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 it's it's just like that. And then even with like music or even with like me, me making beats, I had to go through that. Like I had to make horrible horrible beats. Ten thousand hours, right? <laughs> ten thousand hours. That's yeah, the you got to go through. I'm not anywhere close to my ten thousand. So uh, I'm <laughs> I, happy I to, to make gotta, ugly stuff right now. It's a there's a lot of different things and aspects that you need to spend on ten thousand like ten thousand hours on dealing with a certain craft too. Like that's some that's that's like kind of going into it. You would think that the ten thousand hours. Was for like the entirety to master and no, that's pretty much the basics because you master the basics. Yeah, you will master at the basics, but you gotta add on to that. What else you want? You know what I mean? It's like okay, you build a house, you ain't gonna have that motherfucker empty. Like you gonna have, you gonna have to bring some furniture in here. You have to get some light bulbs. You know what I'm saying? Get the essentials, other essentials that make it really, really pop and shine. You know what I mean? And that's make like, it your home. Right. So like you can buy a house, but a house is a house until you make it your home. Facts. Facts. So and yeah. that could go every which way right. with things, dude. Man, we got a lot of good stuff here. I know yeah. this is a, a podcast about music, but I think this this is important for art in general Facts. is to have the conversations that we had. So right. And uh, and it, I I feel like it, it does it it kind of does in a way it pertains to music. It depends on how you how you want to listen because if you are an, an artist trying to either muster up the courage to start or muster up the courage to keep going when you stopped and when you put it down and when you gave up a little bit. Get back on that horse and ride that motherfucker because this whole conversation is, is showing you the reasons why you've been blocked. You know what I mean? It's a mental thing. And it's like you have to get out of your own way in order to create the things that you really, truly want to create. And you can't give a fuck about what people think. It's come up multiple times on this podcast. Get out of your own way. Get out of, <laughs> get your, out own of your own way. way. Switch lanes. Switch lanes. Get to the goal. Get to work. Get to the goal. I love that shit, right. dude. Before we like wrap this thing up, t- tell me a little bit about... So you were the first black man or yeah. black person? I was the first black person. First tell black me that. Artist. Tell me the story. So, boom. Shout out my girl, Mackenzie, right? So, like... That's who directed my uh, my my, view, my videos, and so um she um she submitted it and she was just like so all right cool they accepted us and and we was just like okay cool we we flew out to Chandler Arizona and um it was a Chandler International Film Festival and it's a big one cause it's Martin Luther King Day and you was the first black person to win in this category at this award show ever ever Dude. the first and I was just like damn it's 2020. 2020 niggas still making black history. Wait, like, that was this historian. year? That was this year. Oh my gosh, dude. I January. thought this happened back in like 2018 this or was, something. This was January. This was January, like around the 17th to 20th, like around wow, there. Around the like, world. Okay, that goddamn. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Man, that's great, dude. Yeah. So, like, for something like that to happen, that's only got to inspire you to continue to go. Facts, cause, and it's crazy, because I remember I used, I used to talk to, I'm talking a lot, but I remember I, I had, I used to like, I had this homegirl, and we used to talk about like future and stuff like that. We'd be like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to be, but I kind of know what I want to be. And I just want to, I just want to be kind of like a man of the people, something like Martin Luther King. And I remember telling her that I wanted to be like Martin Luther King, or like I just had the vision of like, being a figure kind of similar, but in my mind it's just like me with a with a crowd of people behind me, and we all I guess marching or whatever the case may be. But it's like it, you you can only see so much in the vision. But that it stood out to me. It was just saying like, bro, that was the feeling that she was getting. That was the MLK feeling that she was getting. The energy of you know what I mean of that. And the energy of what you're doing in this lifetime, you know, we all we all connected. You know what I mean? We we live all of these lives at some point in, in time in in this in this in this spiritual journey. You know what I mean? Life is never ending. So like a part of like you know what I mean? A part of me resonate a lot with with MLK just off that off that reasoning. So like it was just like man, 
I can do anything in this world, like literally, because I made history and it might not be broadcasted and, and like publicized, like, you know what I mean, out in the open now, but one day somebody's gonna be like, damn, this was the first black person to win a, a music video award at this film festival. Damn, and it was on MLK Day. Martin Luther King would be very fucking proud. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just like, for me, that's enough. Because I know, God know, it's it's it is it is on record in the astral realms of 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 life and and and, and everything. So like, that's cool with me. I'm good. At, I'm good with that. Like, Not you know? only that, man, but you. It's possible, you know, someone uh, like a little black girl or a little black boy is going to look and see, hey, it's possible just like the the mile, like Mm -hmm. or the fastest mile. I think it was like four and a half or five minutes or something. Everyone said, like, no, your heart will explode. And then he did it. And then within like three months, someone else did it. And then more up to date reference would be Tony Hawk. He did the 900. First person ever do the 900. We got 13 year olds doing 900. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, Once the fucking door is open, it's it open. stays the fuck open. You fucking <laughs> opened a door, dude. Like, that's something to be proud of. Like, super proud of, man. Yeah. But people need to know you, dude. Fact. Like, people need to know you more than your music. So I hope music gets you an audience, but I hope you uh, can connect with that audience on on a whole nother level. Fact. Like, I, I want people to follow you. I'm sure you post some inspirational shit. Yep. Uh, and that's like my that's I believe that's my mission in life. I actually, it's crazy you say this, man. It's like it's just it's just synchronicity. Honestly, is what this is. But I actually I started doing like a little series um, on my YouTube channel called Faith Lifts, and um, it's just me talking for like ten to fit or like not ten to fifteen. Well, I guess I'm gonna be fifteen minutes, but like ten to fifteen minutes, um, just talking about like spiritual upliftment and like spiritual encouragement because. As spiritual as spiritual beings, it's like, you know, people want to be like, oh, namaste, peace, and stuff like that, loving blessings, loving light. It's like, okay, yeah, that's true. That is the vibes, but you have to understand that it's a way to act to fulfill or to have that energy around you. You know what I mean? Because if you... It's it's a lot of it's a lot of agents in this matrix. You know what I mean. So it's like you got to be aware of the mat- uh, of, of the agents, and you got to know how to maneuver through the matrix as a spiritual person. And it's like a lot of the times we'll be so in our head about the little problems or the little insecurities or, or like the uncertainty of the path that we we find ourselves just like questioning if we on the right path. But it's like, so I just want to make sure that people, they know that they are on the right path because it's only it's only going to lead them back to themselves. It's like, we try to externalize God to the extent where we, we idolize money, we worship the cross, and we even like unks and stuff like that. And fucking, you know what I mean? All of, all of the different shits that you can, that you can like materially say, this, this connects me to, to the highest power. But it's like honestly, your whole body vessel is the temple that 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 holds the power of God because it's a it's a channel. It's like we are channels. It's like bumper cars. Like you remember playing or riding bumper cars. Hell yeah. You know how every bumper car tethered to the damn roof. You know what I mean? It's like that's the roof is God. We all tethered to Him, but we all free roaming around this motherfucker. And so it's just like as people understand that and they know that as long as they got a good sense of self. And they trust themselves, and they trust in the, in the decisions that they make, and they trust in their judgment. They're gonna be good. And it's just like, I just want to motivate people to, to get past those those blockages and past those points because it's just about raising the vibration of the earth. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's it. That's it. And it's like we have to purge. And it's like I made this music because it's like Shadows of Kid. We had we have to purge these things out of us. We have to we have to bring it to the surface. We have to have these conversations because it only it only ushers in healing and growth. You know what I mean? And it's like if you're on a spiritual journey or a spiritual path and you don't want to look at the things that you need to look at, you're gonna stay the same. You're gonna literally stay in the box that you was already in, and you're not gonna vibrate higher because you cannot because of the things that you that's weighing you down. And so it's like put it down that weight. It's like um. People say, if you got like a weight in this hand, in the right hand, 
And you'd be like, okay, it's not that light. But then after a while, I'd be like, damn, I'm tired of holding this mug. Let me put it in the left hand. You know what I mean? Get tired of the left hand. Be like, I don't want to put it back in my right. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna hurt. Let me put it in my pocket. Put it in your pocket. Pockets get full. Let me put it in my backpack. Now you got this backpack from from where? You know what I mean? Just from from more life bullshit. So it's just like more shit on you automatically because you filling up pockets, you filling up hands, you filling up. You know what I mean? Just different spaces in your brain and stuff like that, metaphorically speaking. And so it's just like once you put it down, you ain't got to worry about it no more. It's like what are you trying to carry it for? That's not that's not going to do anything for you but hold you back. Say if you, say if you was running up a mountain with that heavy-ass backpack full of full of problems and bullshit that you don't want to look at. Nigga, if you were running for your life, you're going to die, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. You got to drop that shit and run. Like, and, and you run... Into yourself, and you just feel free. You just feel free, and that's and that's the power, and that's why I just want people to, to go with themselves. Like you know what I mean. So, and I, man, I really appreciated our talk, dude. Same. So Joseph Milton, the Joseph Milton on everything except for Facebook. It's just Joseph Milton. Yep. Got iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Look up YouTube. He just dropped the new series. What do you call the series? Faith Lift. Uh, Faith Lift. Right. Lift. Yep. All right. And then uh, we got music videos coming out. We got music videos out. Yep. Uh, Joseph Milton, everybody. Oh, I produced too. I don't I didn't even say that. Bro, we, I know. I've already my said part, it myself. My like, he's coming back, dude. He's coming back. <laughs> uh, but, Joseph, any last words, bro, before we hit this space bar over here? Man, I'm just I'm just grateful to be here, man. Thank you for having me. I mean, you are, you are an extraordinary being, like you said. We just reflection of each other, man. Likewise, so, brother. So, you know what I mean? I. I I fuck with you, man. I fuck with the, what you're doing. I fuck with the vibes. And I can't wait to be back, man. And you honestly. fuck with the bubbly, I too. I fuck with the bubbly. All right. <laughs> we'll end it on that, dude. And that's it, y'all. Thank you so much to Joseph Milton for coming in and having a conversation and putting on a show for us here at the Room Sound Studio. That's it for 2020, y'all. No more podcast until next year, next week, actually. So this Thursday, the last day of the year, we'll be dropping Madam X on me. That is an amazing exclusive performance. She comes in, she layers her vocals. She didn't bring any instruments, so it was a treat. That drops this Thursday. Thank y'all. Subscribe to YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter like us on facebook and i really made it easy for everyone to do that so just check out solo.to slash room sound live and you can do all of those things including buy a shirt book this show support the podcast y'all thank you so much remember to be excellent to each other and if i don't see you later then good afternoon good evening and good night Room Sound Podcast.